What's going on, everybody? It's episode 20 of the Wise Guys Podcast. We're back. Another week, another episode, y'all. Man, we're here. 20. Yeah, man. It feels great, bro. We, I see a lot of progress in us. We getting better. No, of course. I figured. But we've been talking a lot of sports, man. But we're getting into some UFC. We're getting into some World Series. We're getting into some Week 7 NFL. We're taking a caller, man. Let's get it. Definitely, man. We got a special guest on today. Uh, but we'll keep that a surprise for you all for now. But yeah, man. So how'd you feel about that fight? The fight, the fight Saturday night, man. Khabib versus Gaethje. Yeah, man. That shit was crazy. Uh, I knew honestly you called it. I can't lie. You called that submission, bro. That was crazy. Round two, man. <laughs> I did, man. I I just had a feeling. I mean, Khabib is a submission master. Like every fight I see him in, he's always taking people to the ground, and he's just a master at what he does. And I, I just, you're right, bro. I did call that. And <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy, man. I mean, he's had an incredible career, though. I mean, I just want to say that. Congratulations to Khabib. And after that fight on Saturday, he truly displayed his greatness, man, and, and how he does. Yeah, man. Uh, it's He showed a lot of respect, too. That's another thing that I applaud him on, that he just didn't, you know what I mean? Because after the Conor fight, we did see a little bit of, the Khabib you didn't want to see, but he redeemed himself, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think he he definitely has has proven himself, like I just said, and like you know, like we say. Um, I mean, he just confirmed his retirement at the age of thirty two after this fight, and but he's had some notable victories, man. He's beat McGregor, like you just said. Um, he's beat Dos Anjos and Barboza early on in his career. Um, Dustin Poirier, and most recently, you know, his fight on Saturday. So uh, those are some pretty big names, you know, in the UFC and in the brand. And, um, you know, 29-0, and 0, and that's how – that's his resume. That's what it looks like. So, for, yeah, man. By the way, I mean, he's UFC's first Russian-born champion. Isn't that crazy, bro? Nah, that's definitely crazy. I, I applaud him. He's definitely, definitely one of the best. But we got to pump the brakes. He's definitely not the GOAT. He's not the best UFC fighter of all time. I don't know. That might just be me. You agree, bro? No, I mean, I would not sit here and say that Khabib is the greatest or the GOAT. You know, he's not the best UFC fighter of all time. Uh, he's definitely, I mean, respectably, I mean, he's definitely up there. But yeah, for sure. Personally, for sure. he's not in, like, my top three. I mean, nah, I nah, can't nah. say, you know. No top no, three, not, not top five. Top ten, absolutely. Oh, of course, of course. And... You know, I, I just think that, you know, people saying that, I mean, I, I get why, you know, it's the hype right now. Uh, again, he's undefeated in his career, 29-0. and 0, um, And he holds the streak for the longest reigning lightweight champion in UFC history. So, I Yeah, mean, he definitely, definitely proved a lot. He might, let me slow it down, maybe he reaches a top five. Who knows? But not top three. I mean, he is a great fighter. He's definitely all-world. 29-0 is something very hard and something I couldn't do. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he's known for, you know, his grappling and his ground game. Uh, he's got a kickboxing background, but, you know, he's mixed martial arts. I mean, dude, did you see that video of him? It went viral. He was wrestling bears in Russia at the age of, like, eight years old. So Yeah, that's when I knew that dude was elite. <laughs> Dude's a freak. And I also seen a video of him training, swimming against a current. Like, that was one of his training sessions. So, dude just trains differently. I mean, he's bred different. Um, so I respect it. I respect him on that. And it was his first fight since his father's passing. So definitely, I mean, at the end of the day, definitely congratulations to Khabib on his career. 
and I think he's had a lot of success over the years. Yeah, man. Like I said, I applaud him. He's definitely one of the best. He uh, he has a decorative career, and I'm excited to see what he does after MMA. I wonder what he does, man. Yeah, who knows? But, um, you know, I think at this point he's focused on, you know, just looking forward to everything. But, I mean, that fight was definitely insane on Saturday night. Um, I did call how that was going to end, but let's yeah, keep man, it rolling. It, it, was a, it was a wild card, man. So I was <laughs> going to say, who do you think is the, in your opinion, just from Saturday, maybe not everybody fought, but who do you think the next up-and-coming UFC star is? Man, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of young guys out there um, that are killing it right now. But I think, you know, I think definitely, I would say. Yeah, I like a Desiani, yo. He's yeah, yeah, no, you know what? I'm glad you brought him up. Hell yeah. Yeah, Desiani, he's like, he's definitely up there for the young guys coming up right now um, in UFC. And I think he's definitely going to be a dog for sure. Of course, man. Of course. But got to switch things up. What do you think about week seven football, man? Let's get to it, man. Uh, Monday coming up. Week's always dropping the football bombs on me. Monday night. About to be the end of the week. Never know when it's coming. But you know we're getting into it. Bears. Let's get into it, man. I mean. Go Bears. (laughs) First things first. uh, Y'all know I'm definitely really upset. Because every week, the Cowboys just seem to find a way to be more and more, like, just terrible. Just just worse and worse every week. Um, there's no, there's the lack of passion out on the field, uh, the, the, the intensity. I mean, yeah, look, I think the coaching is a big issue right now over there in Dallas uh, for my team. But at the end of the day, like, when you're not showing any sort of, like, you know, I mean, look Look at when Andy Dalton got hit. I mean, yeah, I know it's your backup quarterback, but nothing was done. And, you know, that was brought up. Like, nothing was done by the players. There was no, you know, you're supposed to, like, ride for your players, you know what I mean? And that's, like, that's a family sport. Football is very, like, tight-knit. So yeah, it's team-oriented. Bro. Look at the Steelers when Mason Rudolph got hit in the head with a helmet. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> guys are out there swinging. So to see my team out there, like, you know, I think, yeah, do I think if it was Dak – and that happened to be a totally different scene, yes. But I think at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of frustration on that team right now. I'm not making excuses for them. Um, but, you know, just Dak going down alone, I think is weighing on everybody in that locker room heavy right now. Ezekiel Elliott has not been himself. He's got the most fumbles right now in his career. Um, in the past two games, he's got, what, three fumbles, and he's had Bro. five total in his career before that. So, Bro, he leads the league in fumbles. He leads the league in drop passes. It's it's just not like Zeke. Uh, it's tough for me to watch. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Zeke, obviously, being a Cowboys fan. Uh, but our defense, looks, <laughs> let's talk about that. They look at mannequins out there. Like, just lifeless. The defense is lifeless. I don't like Mike Nolan. Um, Bro, Mike Nolan sucks. I just, I think he's, yeah, I think he's garbage, honestly. I don't, I don't think he's good for us at all. I think they should have kept Chris Richard. To me, that Chris was, Richard, yes. That was one of the biggest mistakes, in my opinion. I think the Cowboys should have kept Chris Richard. I mean, old Seattle defensive coordinator. And they're definitely um, missing uh, Brett Beck, man. Strength <laughs> and conditioning coach. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to our guy Brett, man. Definitely always got them players right. But um, I definitely just feel like the coaching, it comes down to that. At the end of the day, in Dallas, the coaching is the issue to me. So 
Um, but the players just out there looking, not looking like themselves. Uh, our offensive line's dealing with five, you know, four or five injuries. Uh, might be having Joe Looney come back this week. I saw something earlier um, on Twitter about that. But who knows, man? I mean, that doesn't still not going to make up for all the, you know, flaws right now on the team. So, how about them Steelers, man? <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> I, knew it. I knew it. He was going to boast about them Steelers. Rightfully so, though, bro. I mean, look. 6-0. and I'll say it. I'll continue to say it. The Steelers, in my opinion, they've oh, this, this year, they've proven a lot of people wrong. I mean, except for you, bro. <laughs> and yeah. and myself, honestly. I've always like been a fan of the Steelers. Yeah, you know, yeah, Not a fan sure. of the Steelers, but you know what I mean? I like yeah. them as a team. Um, you know, Ben Roethlisberger stays consistent. I've said that before. He's healthy. That Steelers team's always relevant. Like, that's just Mike Tomlin. Shout out to him. But, um, so, yeah, so that's how our squads are doing. But I think we got a special guest on, like I said, y'all. So, you want to announce who we got on, bro? Yeah, man, we got Mark from Belmar on the show. Let's get him, man. He's here to talk football. You know what it is. Mark from Belmar. Of course. What's going on, man? What's going on, bro? How you feeling? What's up, brother? How you guys doing? Shit, we're great, man. That week seven football, crazy talk, man. Yeah, man. Crazy. A lot of stuff going on right now. How you feeling? I don't know, man. I'm so sick that the NFC East is horrible. I don't even... uh, I'm really upset that the Eagles are in first place. (laughs) You and me both, brother. You and me both. As as crazy as that sounds, I mean, this team is so bad, it makes no sense how they're going to make the playoffs just to give the fan base some hope and then just get pummeled by somebody in the first round. <laughs> exactly. Like, and to get a lower a lower draft pick. Like, uh, Let me go on a little Eagle spiel, if that's cool with you guys. But, <laughs> go yeah, ahead, this, man. This, Talk your shit. This, <laughs> it, this, this team is just in shambles. And they're in shambles specifically because of Howie Roseman. No other, there's no other push, person to point the finger at. I mean, realistically, if this guy just picks, let's just say, DK Metcalf two years back over... Whiteside, we don't the uh, the fan base doesn't supply so much pressure on drafting a wide receiver in the first round this year, and we draft a linebacker. And you know, we every week we watch the Eagles play. There is no linebacker. It's just empty middle of the field. It's just like oh, I really I'm I'm sick that they're in first place. Like I want I want to tank and get the kid from Penn, the linebacker from Penn State, uh, Micah Parsons, because that that kid's that kid's legit. No, but, yeah, he's uh, a stud over there at Penn State. I'm a Penn State fan myself. Um, but yeah, Mark, I mean, you know, man, I'm a Cowboys fan over here, but in the NFC East, it's, it's painful to watch this year. I mean, I know, y'all, y'all let up 400 <laughs> points. <laughs> it's, it's man. embarrassing, dude. I've never seen our defense so lifeless and just helpless. I mean, they look like mannequins out there. I was just saying that, um, I'm, it's I ridiculous. Think I, I think they, they didn't, they, the Cowboys screwed up this year other than drafting CD Lamb out of spite. Cause I think that's the only reason they did it. Cause they have an abundance of receivers as it is. They really screwed up by hiring McCarthy. I mean, if you guys listened to my podcast before, um, I, I kind of trashed McCarthy. I feel like he, he's been an overrated coach. He was riding Aaron. He was riding Aaron Rodgers, and when Aaron Rodgers went down a couple years back, the Packers they were getting high draft picks. You know, they weren't winning a lot of football games, and they only the Cowboys only interviewed Mike McCarthy and Marvin Lewis. So, like, they really shot themselves in the foot there. They didn't really do an. Uh, uh, I don't know, I guess an exclusive coaching search. They just, Mike McCarthy was available and he, he answered the call. But that that's really their issue. I mean, they have, they got just as many holes as the Eagles. So. Oh, definitely, man. And and they took, they take the first hire. 
like you just said. I mean, you brought it up. Uh, they didn't go on that thorough of a search for a head coach. I mean, you get rid of the clapper, Jason Garrett's gone. I was ecstatic about that. I mean, I know everybody else wasn't in the NFC East, hence the Eagles fans, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, to see him go to New York was actually pretty funny, but um, you know, getting rid of him and then grabbing a guy like McCarthy, you know, I had and, mixed. Uh, yeah, Mike, no, let me just hop in here, man. Mike Nolan, absolute garbage. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not a, fan, not a fan of the Nolan hire. You got rid of Chris Richard. I personally, I was a fan of Chris Richard. I liked his intensity. Uh, he was over there in Seattle for years. Uh, did good things over there. And I just think that, you know, they, they you know, McCarthy comes in, he clears house with Jerry and, they, they go out and they get Mike Nolan. I mean, he's up in the booth the first few weeks. I mean, look, I know, you know, that's what they do. But, you know, first, you know, few weeks in as, you know, the new defensive <laughs> yeah, coordinator. you can't be coaching from I the mean, booth. I mean, come on, man. It so, shows something. And, I, I mean, they were just – they had to make him come down on the field, basically. They had to drag his ass down there. And it's still – they just look lifeless. So, I just think, you know – this has been the worst defense I've seen from, you know, Dallas in a, in a long time, honestly. Yeah, you want to know what, what's funny about, about Nolan? Today he was doing an interview. I don't know if you guys saw this. He was doing an interview, and he uh, scratched his eye, and he had to leave the interview because he had Tabasco, Tabasco sauce on his yep. Oh, my God, dude. It's <laughs> you, want to talk about, you want to talk about a franchise in shambles. That's the cherry on top right there. <laughs> Look, and I know you guys are laughing. It's hilarious over there in Philly, but, I mean, look. <laughs> I, it's painful. It's honestly painful. And I'm, listen, I'm sitting at the top of the NFC East right now in pain. You think I'm content with my team's two, four, and one? We have tied. Man, oh man, Dude. you guys have to do something about that linebacker core, man. It's 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 a shame, man. It's just like it's so obvious, and it's like every single we get all these injuries, and it's like who's going to fill? We don't because we don't draft correctly. I mean, going into this year, we obviously needed a receiver. It didn't have to be the first round, but that's it. Just had to be the first round of your high Risman, even though he drafted Rager. And I can't really even talk shit on Rager because I haven't seen enough from him, so I can't. I can't. Um, I don't know. I can't like compare Justin Jefferson and all the other wire, the rookie wide receivers that are blowing up. But I will always hold the fact that we don't have a damn linebacker over Rager's head. So like, I, I want Rager to succeed. I'm rooting for him to be that speedy wide out that Carson could hit on the deep route. But I mean, that's just what I'm rooting for. I always hold that we could add Patrick Queen, who's already won Defensive Player of the Week twice as a rookie yeah. playing line. Uh, we got Nathan Gary. It's just, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's- I mean, look, dude. Let's talk about that second pick. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's where I mean, that, that's where that lies. I mean, I mean realistically, I think we drafted him so Dallas couldn't. Uh, I mean, they want to they want to do they want the QB factory BS and all that, and then they want to put him in packages. And you know, sometimes he comes in the game; it'll change the momentum of the game, and so the defense gets a different look and just keeps him on their heels. But I mean, that's no threat in the NFL. This is the NFL. It's just you're not at Oklahoma. Like it's just it's crazy. I mean, the line the line is in shambles with that second pick. Yeah, obviously, we should have drafted either a linebacker or even could have drafted another wide receiver. But, like, we have Jason Kelsey, who's obviously been an all-pro for years on years end. And he came out before the draft and said this was his last season. So why are you not drafting his backup now so he can have a year under Jason Kelsey behind him, learn learn the playbook, see how Kelsey operates every day. So next year, it's his, it'll be – well, he would have got thrown in this year. But the following season, he's ready to go. And it's just – we just get caught. Like, it's just – Howie Roseman thinks he could outsmart the entire – NFL and it just it really just doesn't make sense. Exactly, man. You just hit it. You hit the nail right on the head, man. I want to absolutely know what your opinion is on Doug Peterson. 
All right, so uh, my opinion on Doug Peterson, it varies some games, but uh, he's just proven over and over and over again he cannot he cannot think on his feet. Now, I mean, if you go back to Super Bowl 52, he didn't call the Philly special. Nick Foles came on the sideline and said, you want Philly, Philly. There was about a 10-second pause where Doug looked at Foles and was like, holy shit, are we going to run this in the Super Bowl? And then he's like, yeah, let, let's do it. Yep. So, I mean, he's proven over and over again that he just can't think on his feet. And it's like he wants to he wants to be, I don't know, he wants the Eagles to be how they were back in 2017 when they had coaches like Frank Reich and Filippio. Those were the guys that got them to the Super Bowl. Yes, that's why Carson was so damn successful. He had a guy like John Filippio in his ear every day at practice and critiquing him. Carson, hasn't, Carson had a very, very rough first three weeks and it kind of got me scared because i've defended carson i've defended him against the full society all that bullshit i've i carson has been my guy stuck by him and he's proven i mean maybe he does play he does play better with his back against the wall but doug peterson doesn't put him in a position to succeed at all times man exactly man you hit it again right the nail on the head man i absolutely my hot take that i've seen recently because i was looking up available coaches that uh dallas should have took I wanted. I would love to see Byron Leftwich go to Dallas, but I would also love to see Joe Brady go to the Eagles. Man, how do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah Joe Brady. So it's a, it's crazy that Joe Brady he leaves LSU and their offense is lost, and that's kind of like it's kind of what happened with the Eagles in 2018 when we lost Frank Reich and DeFilippia. We were lost. It was kind of like what the hell is going on? And it's it's sad that we have. Doug Peterson got the keys to the kingdom, and we trust him because he got our Super Bowl ring. But he really didn't get us the ring, man. We had a bu- on that Super Bowl team. We had a bunch of players that um, weren't high draft picks, were signed for minimum contracts, and they had something to prove. And all those guys got paid the years after. And another point with Howie Roseman, this is this is the biggest problem other than the draft. Now I know Brandon Graham has performed and he hasn't, but we've brought back players that we've drafted that are old now, and they're just and they're, all they do is take up cap space. So it just puts it like. The Eagles will continuously shoot themselves in the foot because they do not know how to manage the organization when it comes to draft picks and signing players. Like, we brought back Jason Peters this year for what? For him to get hurt and then come back after Jordan Mylalia. Jordan Mylotta has literally learned the playbook and has been stout at left tackle. What's Peterson going to, or uh, <laughs> Peter, and come claim his spot? Like, it just it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Brought back. Uh, we re-signed Jeffrey after the Super Bowl. We didn't need him anymore. He hasn't even played for us, it seems like, in years. Like, we just bring back these players that produced when we, when we got our rings, and that's really what killed them. That's why we have no cap space, and then, and the next year we're $60 million over the cap. It's just, Eagles are in a very, very bad position, and that's why I really am upset that they're in first place. Yeah, I mean, look, we know that the division's embarrassing, but, I mean, that's one thing I continue to see that the Eagles do that I just don't understand is bring back guys, you know, like Jason Peters, uh, Alshon, you know, Deshaun Jackson even. I mean, look, dude, I mean, <laughs> it's it's just it's just sad because these guys are never on the field, you know, some, most of the time, and it's just, you know, why waste, you know, why 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 keep going? But, you know, but look, man, I mean, we got we got an interesting matchup coming up between the two squads. I mean, that's that should be interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the, uh, the, I think numbers at seven and a half. <laughs> Eagles, it's, is it in, in Philly, right? Yeah, oh, I think man. so, man. And yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, Ed, you guys got that kid from James Madison playing quarterback. Yeah, ben, ben DiNucci, man. We got a third string in. He's you pumping might as in well hot. Have, 
<laughs> My God, he's coming in hot. I mean, uh, you know, his first pass was a 31-yarder to Coop. I was like, all right, but you know, let's see more. My and then, God, and it was stop just, it! It was look. It was like look. I was like, you know what? There's just no hope left. There's just no hope left at all. Um, I'm just. I feel lifeless as a Dallas Cowboys fan, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like you got a high draft pick. I mean, I, 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 at this your... point, I'm I'm voting tank and uh, just go for the draft pick. And yeah, you know, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Everson Griffin, they're saying, is available now to be uh, up for trade. Yeah, so. should have, Eagles should have signed him, and we didn't. And now, I mean, <laughs> that just goes. Listen, Dallas wants a pick. I give Dallas a pick for Everson Griffin. But again, mm-hmm. like, I if I'm, it sucks that we. This is this is another reason why it's horrible that the Eagles are in first. Like. We could have been sellers at the trade deadline, and now we have now we're because we're in first place. We are forced to be buyers to be able to compete in the playoffs. Like I'm already thinking that they're going to make the playoffs because I mean they are like what a Dallas or the Redskins and win the NFC East. It's not happening. So like in reality, the Eagles in the next couple of weeks now have to be buyers when and next year we're already, like I said we're already sixty million over the cap. So it's just like. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, dude, we're both in the same boat as to uh, both of our teams being in the shitter this year. But, um, you know, so let's let's look forward to that matchup and we'll see what happens. I think the Eagles, you know, at this point, just because, you know, Dak going out, I think you guys have a better shot definitely taking the division at this point. I mean, we're not definitely going to do it with Ben DiNucci. I don't think that's going to happen. So, and, uh, <laughs> if, Dak, if, Dak doesn't, if Dak doesn't go down, you may, you you probably beat the Cardinals. You were in yeah, a position. I think you so. Were in, I think you were so. in a position there where where you should have won the football game. But it's hard to consistently win football games when your defense is giving up 50. Exactly. Red Rock. We got, I was saying it even before Dak went down. You know, we got to put up 40 points to win a game. It's ridiculous. But, uh, you know, we're giving up. 35 plus points every week so but you know but uh, man we got one more question for you man before we let you go today uh <laughs> we we got an interesting one for you yeah let's hear it brother we want to know what's your super bowl pick man your early prediction who you got in the super bowl uh, early pitch. super bowl pick early super bowl pick who's gonna win or who's gonna be in it who's what's gonna, the, yeah who's the two teams that's gonna be in yeah, it who's and then who it? do you think is gonna win and who's going to uh, take the, it? For one, the NFC or the AFC is so much fun to watch. By the way, I agree. Like the, I agree. The AFC hasn't been like this competitive. Like, I mean, if you look at the AFC North, like it's ridiculous. I mean, exactly. the I mean, the Browns aren't that good, but they're five and two. So, yeah, like, weird. With five and two, you got to put some respect on their name. I mean, the Steelers are due to go down this week just because. Literally, I'm not even being a hater, but ju- just because, like. You're six and zero. You're getting a lot of public attention now, and you're coming off a huge game against the Titans, to where you almost gave up the lead there, and the, and the Steelers only scored three points in the second half. So like they kind of like fell asleep, and it kind of got. Well, I watched that whole game. So like, I don't know. I was really, I was kind of on the Steelers bandwagon, and I'm a really big Titans guy just because I, I like Vrabel and how like Henry plays and whatnot. But I think the Ravens are going to prove something this week and remind everybody that. They're in the Chiefs' rankings, and but them losing, them getting blown out by the Chiefs earlier in the year, kind of screwed everyone up with their Super Bowl predictions, with how they view the AFC, with how they view the AFC as a whole. But I'm sitting here. I mean, how do you, how as like a kid that watches football, say the Chiefs aren't going to be in the Super Bowl? Like, how can I, how can I exactly. say that? It's just like, I mean, it, to me, it's the Chiefs or the Ravens. Like that, that's who it is, and I feel like. The Titans and and the Steelers, they're the same team. You saw you saw yesterday, they're the same exact team. They're so scrappy that when they get deep in football games, it's a coin flip, man. It's a coin flip. But the Titans had a if Kuskowski 
if Gaskowski wasn't the Titans kicker, the the Titans could have won yesterday. Yeah, 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 I definitely. I'm gonna have to agree with you there, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm Steelers for life, man. My Super Bowl pick is definitely uh, Steelers Bucks. So watch out for that, man. Bucks, yeah. If I, if I had to give you two teams right now, I'm gonna go Chiefs. Oh, man, I probably go Chiefs and Seattle. Dude, that's crazy. Honestly, I've been saying Chiefs in Seattle since, I don't know, before the season started, basically. Yeah. I've been saying Chiefs in Seattle. I mean, the Chiefs definitely has, you know, they definitely have a chance to two-peat. I've been saying that as well, uh, week in and week out. They could, you know, at the end of the day. They just, just have too many weapons. Yeah, you're, you're not doubting on, you know, Mahomes. You just can't. And um, with, the, with the Chiefs that they didn't really have last year, even though despite they still won it also, I guess it didn't really matter. Their defense is a lot better. I don't know. They're play- I don't know if it's because they're playing as a whole. They bought into the system this year, but they're not. I feel like last year it was like just a slingshot. Like it was Mahomes versus whoever they were playing because the defense were giving up points. This year they're putting up respectable numbers, and like Tyron Matthew looks like he's still at LSU. Like yeah, he's I was like, going to say honestly, I was just about to say that. Glad you brought it up. And like he just got rejuvenated, finally got a ring, and he's not playing with a chip on his shoulder anymore. He's playing like he knows he's the shit, which is kind of dope to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you could see the maturity in him um, as a player, definitely. Um, but he's made his presence known on the field this year, for sure. Uh, he's He's been playing great. So, but yeah, no, I, that's crazy, man. I got I got Chief Seattle as well. Yeah, it's a dope pick, man. We're going to come back to you after the Super Bowl, <laughs> obviously. We'll get back to everybody that made their picks. For sure. Yeah, the man, only, we'll have to check in. The only reason I can't do Buccaneers, I mean, they are getting a bay, which is so fucking crazy. Yeah, that's insane, dude. Their defense showed up against the Raiders because the Raiders' offensive line stinks. But like, I went to like I went to the University of Tampa. But like, I followed the Bucks like kind of like religiously on the side of the Eagles. Their defense, they have Shaq Barrett. Their secondary is so bad. So like, they were getting a lot of pressure against uh, against the Raiders because the Raiders' offensive line stinks. But when they play teams with good offensive lines like Adam and whatnot, they have a really hard time because their their cornerbacks just can't stick with the receivers. No, I definitely agree. Um, but you know, Tom Brady had a had a pretty wild performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom Brady, Tom Brady hasn't aged a bit, man. So I mean, when you got Tom Brady in the playoffs, it's Tom Brady versus whoever. It really, don't even matter. <laughs> he, he's got an easier walk now, too. It's just I can't trust Tampa Bay's defense. That's the only reason I can't pick the Buccaneers. I hear you. I definitely hear yeah. you. But I definitely agree with that pick, man. It was. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, and man. Us Thank you, brother. It's our boy Mark from Belmore, y'all. So you heard oh, it. Oh, yeah. actually, I'm recording. I'm recording my podcast uh, Wednesday, so I should have a new one out Thursday. Yeah, Mark from Belmore. It's available on everything. Sounds good, guys. Check him out. He's doing his thing. Respect. Appreciate y'all. Right, man, take oh, care, yeah. brother. No, man. Have a good night. Peace. All right, man. So that was our boy Mark from Belmore, Birds fan. Uh, local guy, so you know he's definitely he's definitely rooting for the birds coming with the heat. Oh yeah, uh, check out his new podcast dropping this week. So crazy week football, man! Crazy week, week seven, man. Yeah, week seven's been a wild ride. I mean, look, the Sunday night showdown alone <laughs> between Russ and Kyler. I mean, that they battled it out, man. Both QBs over three hundred fifty yards, three touch, three passing touchdowns. Kyler had a rushing touchdown. Uh, they looked great, and it was a game that I expected to go the way it did. Yeah, man, Tyler Lockett, two hundred yards, three TDs. Yo, that Russ and Lockett connection is just bro. That's impeccable. scary. It's man. definitely the most I think the most underrated 
right? Would you say? Maybe the most underrated duo. Yeah. Wide receiver, quarterback duo. Uh, they've been consistent for years, and Lockett's always been the deep threat. Nobody ever um, puts respect on their name, man. <laughs> yeah, man. He went off the three touchdowns. Uh, yo, speaking of wide receivers, Metcalf hawking Booter Baker down for running like 23 miles my an hour. My God, dude. That looks straight out of a Marvel comic movie. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. I mean, I want to see Tyreek Hill versus Metcalf in a race now. I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what they're talking definitely. about. Yeah, definitely. They both hit, uh, I think they both hit 22.64 miles per hour. I don't know. Something like that. I just know. I mean, that when I seen that happen, I was like, bro, holy shit. This man is a freak. Crazy, bro. I mean, but... I will say, I know it was National Tight Ends Day, but we had a hell of a lot of receivers show out this week, bro. Devontae Adams, how about him? Oh, man, Devontae Adams went off. What do you have, two touchdowns? Yeah, bro. Yo, he snapped. He had 196 yards. Ridiculous. Um, you know, and he's got Aaron Rodgers throwing to him, so it just makes it even better. And then we had, yeah, to go back to the Tyler Lockett thing. He had 15 receptions. My God. 15 receptions for 200 yards. That's ridiculous. I mean, that just goes to show you what the Seattle can do. And then they got Metcalf on the other side. So who's stopping? And then uh, to the Steelers, Deontay Johnson, two touchdowns, <laughs> even though he went out. Yeah, man. Speaking of the Steelers, like we said, only undefeated team left. You it's guys are 6 You guys are standing there. You just beat, uh, you know, Tennessee. And a thrilling victory. I mean, you know. So I think, you know, that was a game that was up in the air for me. I don't know about you, bro, but I know I do know about you. <laughs> I know I know you yeah, definitely you had your own Steelers um, from the rip. But you know, it was definitely a crazy game. You got two powerhouses in the AFC right there going at it. Um but you know, the Steelers are off to their first six and zero start since nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, bro, and you know exactly what we did that year. <laughs> we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, man. So who knows, man? Who knows what's going to happen? This week was crazy. Tom Brady going off versus the Raiders, 45 to 20 victory. I mean, it was vintage Brady out there, 369 yards, four touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, I know. I, I called mean, that. Actually, out. my little brother called that, bro. That was <laughs> <know> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So it's just it's wild, man. I mean, got Tom Brady out here running in touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> but let's talk about the flip side to that. I think uh, over there, the Patriots, man, they're yeah, going down. Yeah, I think I think we're starting to realize that uh, more Belichick needed Brady. Yeah, I think uh, you know it was a debate we brought up early on this year. I think uh, Belichick. It's safe to say Belichick's missing Brady more than you know Brady's missing him. I mean, they're they're off to a two and four start. I mean, that's that's the worst since two thousand two for but, the Patriots. But but I will say, can't blame that man. I mean, Cam really doesn't have the weapons that he should. I mean, you know, they're playing with Nikhil Harry. I don't think he's really ready to be a number one receiver. Besides that, I think Edelman's kind of – he's not washed yet, but I, I don't think he should be a number one receiver. Man, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, Edelman's not – the he don't have the capability to me to be a number one receiver. Uh, he's more of a two, you know, slot guy. Yeah, they, they just um, really don't have their number one receiver. Yeah, they. you know, they, I think it's more than that, though. I think they're missing – you know, while they're defensive players, uh, besides this year, the guys opting out, yeah, yeah of course. you know, but um, you know, I mean, look, I just definitely safe to say that Brady is he's he's having a great old time with Gronk over there in uh, Tampa, yeah, <laughs> and man. Uh, Belichick's looking at them like you know Squidward out the window. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So let's keep it rolling. I mean, Kansas City's on fire still. I mean, they moved to six and zero. 
I mean, no, no, six and one, not six and zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're six and one. They are not undefeated. They're, Again, they're, their special teams is looking pretty scary. That's yeah, the reason I mean, that I'm a, uh, I'm a little scared for the Steelers, man. Kansas City is really hitting on defense, offense, and special teams, and that's that, all you can ask for from a team. Yeah, it will be an interesting matchup. I mean, to see those two go at it, that would be insane. Um, but that's my prediction for the you know AFC Championship game. I mean, I would say yeah. I mean, we Chief both Steelers. got all three locked down so far. I mean, Big Ben just really has to prove that he's still vintage Big Ben. And he has to come through in them clutch situations, man. Yeah, he can't Steelers. throw stupid picks. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Ben's Ben's been. Looking like his old self this year, I think uh, you guys got it got it rolling. I yeah, think, man, you know, the big the, difference maker would be Spillane filling in for Devin Bush, man. Pay attention to him. Yeah, I mean, that, that defense took a hit, but, I mean, you still got guys showing out and, uh, you know, filling the void. So Yeah, with the, Browns, uh, with the Browns losing OBJ, I think that sad to say. I mean, obviously don't have no joy in saying this, but I think it'll push the Browns back a little bit. Yeah, I think that was another tough injury to see this week. Um, a lot of freak injuries happening this year. Uh, so Odell Beckham goes down on the and ACL. Nick Chubb, I, want, I don't know how he's doing. I have to look more further into that. But yeah, but I think he might return soon. But still, Odell going down and um, you know on the ACL tear, and I just you know. I think, but, you know, Baker Baker still managed, you know, to, to get it done. I mean, he had a career high of five touchdowns. But we're not going to exclude the fact that it was against Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> no, no, we can't. We can't. But, uh, you know, shout out to Joe Barrow, though, as well. I mean, he had a good good game stat-wise. I mean, 406 yards, three touchdowns. Exactly. Young quarterbacks, two young quarterbacks going at it. But, uh, yeah, man, so I think that's like yeah, the – Yeah, we covered everything week in week seven, seven football, recap, man. But you know, I will say – I have been locked into this World Series, man. Who do you got? Oh, man. The World Series. I, I just see the Dodgers taking it. Yeah, um, exactly, bro. I think they're taking bro. it tomorrow. Um, you know, they're, they're seeing Tampa. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I think, you know. Muncie finally homered, Muncie man. Muncie finally homers. I mean, me and you have been waiting on that. Yeah, uh, Muncie. <laughs> he's our guy, man. Yeah, man. He, gives me, he gives me a Luke Voigt vibes, man. Muncie. Shout out him. Shout out Jock. Big yeah, Jock Seager. Peterson, man. Yeah. Seeger's Seager, looking Bellinger, unstoppable. Mookie Betts, man. I mean, you got the, you know. The Shout out to Rays, too, man. Rosarena. Choi is looking oh, crazy yeah, on the defensive end. They got guys over there, too, man. I'm not counting them out completely. Glass um, now. He's definitely a great pitcher. Shout yeah, out Domus, him. Just, yeah, let, yeah. just let it get the best of him yesterday. Yeah, I think Tampa's got, got an arsenal themselves. Uh, definitely got some hitters over there. But we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, might have some bets throwing down. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Tune in to the guys, man. Uh, tune in on Instagram tomorrow. We might be releasing our uh, free parlay take. Yeah, so we might be releasing some parlay takes, some little bit of bets, little we'll insider. Get your guys. Yeah, maybe get yeah. your guys' opinion on who you think's going to homer tomorrow. Yeah, man, get your insider on it and give us, you know, our insider on a uh on some bets so i think that's it man yeah we covered everything man it was a crazy week in sports definitely about to be tuned in this bears rams game who you got man who's your pick tonight see for me i'm gonna go la i'm gonna say rams um in my opinion i mean you know how i feel about chicago bro (laughs) i just don't like chicago for some reason never really did um you know, I do like Nick Foles, though, despite being a Cowboys fan. I like to see him, you know, excel and, ex- you know, but uh, I like, you know, I mean, they got guys over there. Their defense is always pretty relevant, you know, 
Khalil Mack. Yeah, I think, I, think, uh, but I think the Rams have the better defense, but to me, Chicago has the say, more talented defense. I was just going to say, sense. in my opinion, I mean, look, I, I got L.A., like I said, huge fan of Aaron Donald. AD's over there. He's a beast. Um, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, you know, you got guys that are very brockers, you know. Um, but they got Khalil Mack. <laughs> they got Aaron Donald. <laughs> Aaron Donald up, up against Khalil, um, which is two. Honestly, they're they're two great players. Um, no doubt in that. But so, man, I think that's it. Though week seven. Yeah, man. NFL yeah, the recap. Guys. The guys giving you the takes. We had the special guest on today, Mark from Belmar, our boy. Um, check out his podcast. He's covering all the birds talk. But uh, yeah, so this is episode twenty, man. You know. Always coming episode. with the heat. Always coming with the heat week in and week out, y'all. Again, can't thank y'all enough for tuning in week in, week out. I'll continue to say it. Uh wouldn't be possible without the listeners and the support and the love. And uh we're yeah, here. We're, we're approaching 2K, man. Yeah, we're approaching 2K streams on all platforms. Check us out and uh just continue to look for it week in, week out. Appreciate y'all. Hey, peace out, man. Peace.